You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Today, I have Miriam A. I'm saying Miriam A because she has a Nigerian last name. I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually like 40% Nigerian, but anyway, um, and I'm very Americanized and I do not speak uh, any language but English. So I'm not going to butcher her name, but anyway, she is a powerhouse. She, she's got an amazing personality and such, oh, she just, she brings so much energy. And we're talking about how to start and grow a YouTube channel, like in 2022, because things with the online space have changed. Um, She's a YouTube coach. She's a wife, mom, mother, student, fashion designer, so many things. And Check the link below to her YouTube channel and just see some of this person, like amazing personality she has. She's like I said before, she's Nigerian, but she is she lives in California. Miriam, I'm so happy to have you today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so I would start by, you know, introducing myself. My name is Miriam Adikpoju. And like she said, like Olivia said, I am a wife, a mom, a student, an entrepreneur, fashion designer, and a content creator on YouTube, and as well a YouTube coach. So I help people start their YouTube, YouTube channel from zero and get monetized within six months because I was able to do that myself. And I've been able to duplicate that for so many people and they're getting the same results. So yes. Um, first thing I would say about starting a YouTube channel is you don't need fancy equipment to start a YouTube channel. You don't even need to have a camera. I don't have a camera till now. I use my phone 100% of the time. I edit everything on my phone. You don't even need a, a laptop if you don't have any, you know, but it would serve you if you have one, you know, but you should start with what you have and don't even overthink it. Don't think, oh, I have to be this, I have to be that. Now, talking about having confidence confidence in front of the camera, even if you don't have confidence, look, I didn't get to this point today in one day. So it was consistency. It was over time I was able to build it, you know, and then here I am speaking like I'm not scared. <laughs> even though sometimes you get the anxiety, you know, especially when you're on stage, which is very normal. So please do not beat yourself, you know, I'm um, starting a YouTube channel, just pass before you're ready. And if it takes you listening to something or anything that lifts your spirits before you hit the 
press before you press the, the record button, please go ahead and do that. I did that when I first started my channel. I didn't get the ginger, the energy, you know, at first. So I would listen to my favorite music right before I click on I click record. You know, so I listen to the music. I find myself dancing. I'm all hyped up. And then when I start my channel, you hear me saying, hi, everyone. Welcome to my YouTube channel. It's your girl, Miriam. And I'm here to, you know, so that music puts me in the mood. Find something that gingers you, something that inspires you, something that puts you, that lifts your spirit, you know, right before you shoot that video. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So that's what I would say about you. You know, want anyone who wants to start a YouTube channel in 2022. You know, we've got, I feel like there's a lot of people that'll start, but what helps you and what do you suggest for people to stay consistent? Okay. I'll give you a tip. I give my, my students, people who I coach. Um, now 99% of YouTubers fail. So you have to ask yourself. Do you want to be part of the 1% that would succeed on YouTube? That is a that alone is enough to motivate you. So when you keep telling yourself, hey, 99% fail on YouTube, 99% of people who want to start a YouTube channel, they fail. They, they give up, you know, which is the truth. Go and check the stats. You know, the few people that you know that have, that have risen to the top, they refuse to give up. So you ask yourself, do you want to be among the 1% that will succeed on YouTube. If your answer is yes, then you're going to give it all it takes. No excuses. Ditch all the excuses and go after your goals. I heard a stat recently. I, I think it was last night, actually, um, on Alux. I love that channel. Um, it's on YouTube. And um, they were talking about how like there's like 52 million millionaires or whatever. But they're like, do you realize it's all like you might think that's a lot, but that's only one percent of the population. And it's like from what you just said, I'm like, do you want to be a one percenter? You know, that's really and everybody's not going to be a one percenter. That's why we got ninety nine percent, you know. So I think it's I think you are I think you're built a little different. Now, I know that you 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 help a lot of people. No, I know you, you roll your. But listen, you had a third baby. And a month later, you were starting, you were starting five businesses. Like you act like I don't engage with you. Like I know more about you from, from like online things and having conversations with you than I would say some of my other guests. So I, everybody ain't built like you. I will, I'm going to, I'm going to give you your credit there. You might think that everybody has the ability to do the things that you do. And I absolutely believe that a lot of people have those abilities, but you have a certain drive that when you're determined to do something, you just do it. How do people develop that drive? Okay. So I would say that um, over time, I have developed a great work ethic, you know? So when I was in school, or when I was studying for my first degree, I... I typically don't go home during breaks, you know, because I, I was writing an exam at the time. It's called ICANN. The ICANN stands for the Institute of Chartered Accountants of Nigeria. And it was a very tough exam to pass. So because I want to pass, I don't go home. I sacrifice my, you know, my, my time at home for reading. So I read. And before I knew it, 
I was I was used to reading. I was used to working. So that was when he started unknowing to me. So by the time I graduated, I continued with the exam and you won't find me idle. I have, I don't know. I just never had a high, an idle time, but somehow I still find time to, you know, unwind and do the things I need to do. But because I've cultivated that great work ethic, by the time I moved to United States, it was an easy, it was easy for me. It was like, oh, there's a lot of opportunities here. You know, over there, you have to like sweat to find one opportunity. But here, there are lots of opportunities here. And I tell my people back in Nigeria, if you want to come to US, if you want to be successful in the United States, you are going to be successful. And if you want to be the other way, if you want to go the other route, there is room for you. You know, so you have to choose your path. I'm telling you. <laughs> there is room for you. <laughs> yes, there is room for you. <laughs> if you want to be homeless, no problem. There is room for you. Yes. If you want to be successful as well, there is enough room, enough opportunity. All you need to do is just to be lazy. When you get to the system, just be lazy. Don't be serious with your life. No problem. You will succeed in that too. So you choose your, you know, choose your path. So would you say in order mm-hmm. to be a one percenter, you've mm-hmm. got to develop um, a lifestyle of having an impeccable work ethic yes and you have to have that can do attitude you know you tell yourself you look up to if you have mentors you tell yourself if this person can do it i don't care what it is you can do it too so if she can then you can it takes you to believe in yourself you know to make these things actually come to pass because if you don't believe in yourself no one will believe in you so it starts with you first you have to believe in yourself that you can do this thing Nothing is impossible. In fact, it doesn't even exist in my dictionary. Impossible doesn't exist in my dictionary. You know, so you tell yourself you can do it. If you tell yourself you can, yes, you can. But if you tell yourself you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Well, well, we've got the work. So let's say you got the work ethic. You got the consistency. You're determined to be a one percenter. What are some of the... um, strategies that you've found that have helped you now when it comes to growing your channel okay first thing i did when i first started i was i struggled i really struggled because i was combining that with um, my master's degree i was running a master's degree at the time and then i had you know a baby um no no no, i had two kids yeah i just had a baby then you know so it was hard it was kind of tough for me and i couldn't even navigate you know, YouTube as I do, as I do right now, I had to get a coach myself, you know, so I had to hire, I had two coaches, you know, so it was a coach that, oh, I was, so when I attended the classes, I was like, oh my God, I could have spent 10 years trying to figure out this thing, you know, but with the aid, with the help of a coach, I was able to, you know, bypass all those things and then pave my way up to the top you know, in YouTube. Now I'm getting recognitions from YouTube. They invited me for an event last week in Los Angeles. I was there and they sent me a gift as well. They just keep inviting me for lots, lots, lots of events, even speaking engagements. Now I'm getting speaking engagements, you know, from YouTube. So yes, you have to um, tell yourself you can do it and you will do it. Definitely. And being willing to like invest in, in coaching, um, because I feel like there, yeah, there's a lot there. I w- so one thing I've noticed on YouTube mm-hmm. is that they're really pushing shorts. I think that one way for, and granted, I'm not 
a big YouTuber, but you can confirm or deny. Um, I think one way for new channels to grow is to use shorts. Yes, shorts are actually, you know, it's it's the in thing right now on YouTube. And it's because they're trying to mimic um, TikTok, you know, and uh, Instagram reels. Everybody's, they're all competing with themselves. So they are pushing that. However, um, if you don't do it the right way, you might get lost. You know, you might never get found. Because when people say, and this is the thing, when people say, shorts is moving on youtube and then you do the first shorts and it doesn't move you do the second shorts it doesn't move a lot of people give up remember i said 99 percent. you gotta keep going you have to keep going you have to keep going let me share something i did two months ago i was dropping 20 videos in a day every day on youtube now tell me would 99 percent do that that's why I said you have, you have to really stretch yourself. YouTube, you know, as as hard as it sounds, it is hard. I don't want to, you know, take that away from, you know, um, the, the fact. Is, the fact is it's hard, but you can do it. You know, there are lots of people that have full-time jobs and they're successful on YouTube. Talk about Mercy Gono. I don't know if you know her, a Liberian-American um, nurse. Oh, she's got 1.6 million subscribers on YouTube. You know, and one thing about um, allowing yourself get developed, oh, I, I forgot to mention that YouTube also develops you if you allow YouTube to. So when a lot of people fall on the wayside, it's because they've seen one challenge and then they decide to just quit. As long as you don't quit, ask yourself, or once you determine, you're determined to be among the 1% that would succeed on YouTube. You get to a point where it starts to seem easy. It gets easy along the line. But in the beginning, it is tough because you are right underneath the ocean and there are so many sharks at the top. You have to swing your way to the top. And that's what I did. Before you start getting recognition from YouTube, from the whole YouTube, then you know you have put in some you know, efforts, a lot of work you know, into this thing. So you have to, you know, push yourself. But with time, it gets better. You know, if it takes you, like take for instance, um, in April, I was on 175,000 views in April. And then in June, I was on 3.3 million views, which means I got 3 million views within two months. So you see, it gets easy. And as at that time, as at April, I was on 5,000 subscribers. Right now I'm on, let me say 10,000. Almost 10. Yeah, I'm on 9,938. I checked this afternoon. Uh, 9,000, yeah, 968 rather. So I need just 32 more to be on 10, and I can get that today within the next 24 hours. So it gets better, you know, along the line with time. You know, if you're consistent, you don't give up, no matter the challenges, no matter how rough or crazy, make sure that you show up on YouTube. As long as you show up, you know, um, you will definitely gain traction. And as for the shorts, there's a strategy for the shorts. If you don't know the strategy or you're just doing trying and error, or they said, people said, oh, shorts is moving and you do it, but you don't do it the right way, then you're going to get burnt and you'll be discouraged. You know, that's why I would also, you know, I mean, I mean, implore people to hire a coach so that they would teach them how to do things correctly. Now, beyond saying start a YouTube channel, Make sure that you are consistent, upload videos. There are things you need to put in place. Like you have to build some foundations before you even publish the video. But if you don't put those things in place, like the tags, 
I don't know if I've mentioned tags. I don't know if you use TubeBuddy. Do you use TubeBuddy? I used to, but not not right now, but I know what it is. Okay. Okay, good. You know, putting stuff like that in place. I've even gone a step ahead of TubeBuddy right now. You know, and if you can do that yourself, now, now 90% of people find me on Google. They find my YouTube channel on Google. You know, so you can imagine if you're able to get that right, you don't have a problem. Once you set the right, you know, tools in place for your channel, set it up for success, you're good to go. You are good to go. You know, so there's a way, there's a smart way to actually run your shorts and there's a not so smart way to do it. You know, if you try the not so smart way and you do it once, twice, 10 times, you don't get, you don't gain traction, you're likely to just leave it. You know, you're likely not to try it anymore, but you're sending things that you need to do. So let me give you a few tips, you know, for your shorts. Um, make sure that you add, for shorts, make sure that you add shorts as part of the title. So put shorts. Then depending on what the topic is, the title is, maybe, I don't know what you're talking, maybe you're talking about uh, what's actually trending right now. Um it could be it could be anything it could be it could be during fourth of july make sure that you put it there but make sure that shorts is part of it you know you know why because when you do that it puts your video on the short shelf if you don't do that your video might not find its way on the short shelf they have a shelf you know a short shelf you know so if you don't put that hashtag in the title for shorts not for main videos for shorts then you're selling yourself shorts on YouTube. So put the, yeah, put the shorts, um, hashtag at least put, make sure that you fill it up, you know, so it could be that if you're talking about money, put hashtag money. If you're talking about maybe, um, what's this guy's name? Um, Elon Musk, for instance, you put it hashtag Elon Musk, you know, if you're talking about anyone, you know, at all, or you want it to really gain traction, put it in the title. So, you know, are you suggesting that we use hashtags as well in shorts? title yes okay short title and even your description okay and yeah. in the description okay yeah. um yeah because it's like you can literally make i and I, we talked about this before we started recording certain types of channels have certain different things like th there's a basis for like i feel like general like educational videos right but then you get into the religious realm you talk about the prophetic world realm and it's just like there's no editing there's just people talking they might just be going live they might just be and like but their engagement is insane and they might not have a million subscribers but they're making stupid money because people are tithing, people are people are sowing their seeds. And I mean, yeah, yeah. there you know some channels that make at least a hundred thousand dollars every day, every single day. You know, and such channels, you would find people sharing them all by themselves because most of these um, religious channels, they have a way of you know, um, uh, would I say coercing? Because they 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 say it like if you don't do it. You know, God may punish you or you won't get your blessings. And then people are bound by it and then they start to share. They share it like their lives depend on it. If they, 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 they might not share their friends' businesses, you know, on their status, in their, you know, on their WhatsApp status, on their face, but they will share this 
church program every single day, you know, and they, they drop their, <laughs> they believe so much in those miracles and stuff like that. Maybe because they don't have a direct relationship with God, but these churches are making a fortune. They are making a fortune. Recently, um, one of the pastors, even in Nigeria, bought a private jet, bought three private jets during the pandemic. Three private jets during the and it has over two hundred churches here in United States. So they are making a fortune. <laughs> yeah, they are making a fortune. So once they go live on 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 YouTube or any social media platform, people are paying. They have their bank account details, you know, rolling on the stream. They are streaming. All like right. everything is streaming, PayPal, everything, and people are paying every second, and even after the event. And and I because I feel like the strategies to grow on those channels are different than it would be to grow on like not not completely different, but I, I've I watched this one girl, and she's not one of those people that's like really talking talking. She shares prophetic words. She doesn't even ask for seeds that much or anything. But I've watched her channel. She started her channel last year. She's got like 44,000 um, subscribers now. And within the first hour of her views, like, it, but she, she just got this, like, I, I love watching her stuff. I do. It's so encouraging. Um, a lot of them are like that. And I think it's, it's a different, like, it's almost like Christian inspiration. Which is so different than like the motivational videos with like um, Steve Harvey and uh, Eric Thomas and stuff like that too. Like they're, but, and Steve Harvey's name is even being used so much, like the motivational compilations and stuff like that, like just being put together. And like, those are just really like, those tend to grow popular, but like your makeup channels are going to be different, you know, like. Yes, but there are smarter ways to actually make money, regardless of your niche. Yes, mm-hmm. like you know, the church or the religious um, channels—they've they've carved the, a niche for themselves, and they've found a strategy, something that actually works for them, and they're able to sustain it. Now, for the makeup channels, you will be surprised is a multi-billion-dollar industry. Mm-hmm. For the makeup channels, nothing stops. Um, the the content creator from creating her own line of her own makeup line. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps saying, "Oh, the market is saturated." The market is. Look at um, what's her name, Rihanna. Forget the fact that she's a she she's already established. Rihanna joined. When did she join? Now she's a billionaire. You know, so it doesn't matter who is doing the business with you, as long as you are focused. Remember, one percent apply the same strategy even in your in your personal business. Ninety nine percent of business owners fail. That's the truth. When they try the first one, that's why you say a lot of people say, oh, I've tried this business, I left it. I've tried that business, I've left People are still doing that same business and they are killing it in the game. So you have to, you know, find something that works for you. If you have a makeup channel, for instance, nothing stops you from, de- from you know, developing your own, um, what's it called, um, palettes, your eyeshadow palette formula, your lipstick, your lip gloss, all kinds of stuff. You know, if it's the, uh, what's it called, the, the that powder, the blush powder, you know, all kinds of foundation for different skin tones. Nothing stops you from creating yours. And you would advertise it like you are the only one that makes it. That's the secret of, you know, pushing your own, promoting your own products. Like you're the only one in the world that makes that product. 
you know, so that's a way to push it. So I don't know what, you know, and regardless of the niche at all, you can always, if it's a hair channel, maybe you're always, look at your hair, your hair is natural, for instance. I mean, you can tell them these are the products that I, I use and then you start to develop your own products because your hair looks really well moisturized. You tell them this is the secret. You design your own product and you start to sell. People will buy. They would buy. I'm telling you. So there are so many ways to actually monetize your channel, you know, apart yeah. from the AdSense. Yeah, not just looking at, um, yeah, the AdSense. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, would you say like starting a YouTube channel, a lot of, I've heard this before. Oh, you should, you should enjoy it. You should, you should want to do it for fun and not, you know, the look on your face already um, and not you know, not be so caught up in things and then something will just go viral. You know, if you, if you just follow a few different of the major steps, you know. Okay. This is what I would say. Um, we all have different motives of starting a channel, our YouTube channel, of wanting to start our YouTube channel. So for people who do it for fun, they may have a lot of money. Maybe they have generational wealth. That's why I don't like to compare myself with some people. They are so comfortable. You don't know. It looks like both of you are struggling. No, they are not. They have so much money. They don't need any. So they can afford to do it for fun. They might not even show up after a year or two years. They are just, you know, they're just balling. But if you have a goal, if your goal, honestly, if your goal is to make money on YouTube, it is very valid. If, if your goal is to be famous on YouTube, it is valid. If your goal is to, you know, impact people, you know, to motivate people, to inspire people, it's valid. So it depends on your own goal. If your goal is to make money on YouTube while doing something that you love, please take it serious. But if your goal is just to have fun because there's so much money in your bank accounts that you can't even finish spending your lifetime, that's okay. Then you can take it, you know, like easy and slow and wait for the algorithm to remember you after 10 decades, you know? So, I mean, the choice is yours. You know, you're on TikTok as well. And I follow you on TikTok. Um, you always look like you're having so much fun with your content. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to find a way to to love it, to enjoy it. You know, we just got back from from um, a trip last week, and I brought the kids. You know, I took the kids with me. We did some TikToks. I haven't unveiled it yet. I love to, like I said, I love to prepare my content well in advance. I have enough content that will last till next year as we speak, you know? So, I mean, you can create fun around it. You know, we just moved to our home and there's a new um, park just in front of my house. I've already, I've started planning in my head how I'm going to create content. They are going to make it, you know, fun. How I'm going to make it very lively and, you know, something that I, I enjoy. So yes, you can actually create fun out of it while making, making money at the same time, you know? Do you find yourself like, I do this very often because I'm constantly um, just making, I'll do like day in the life on my like stories or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is content. This is content. This is got like all, and I have other friends that are coaches that that are like, I would have never even thought about recording this part of my life because I'm like, no, listen, there's people out here with blogs of their boring lives, and like I actually be doing interesting stuff. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. um, do you find yourself constantly just making content out of your regular life? Of course, yes. You know, there's this, I don't know if you heard this thing on TikTok. They say everything is content. Everything is content. Every it's true. Everything is content. You know, we we had a guest 
um, yesterday and I was dressing up upstairs. When I went downstairs to see him, he was in my off, my husband's office. I was already with my camera, I was with my phone. And I was, how do, do you know who Davido is? Do you know Davido? Okay, Davido is an artist, he's a very big artist. Do you know Bronner Boy? Uh-oh, he just won Grammy. Okay, but at least you know Jay-Z. I, yeah, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I live in a very, like, uh, in a bubble. I don't pay attention to a lot of the secular world anymore. And, and like, Emmys or any, I okay, I, and I've been like this way before. I don't like going or watching parties that I'm not invited to. So I don't watch award shows. Because that's, I just feel like I'm watching a party that I'm not invited to. So. Really? Yeah. So you don't watch comedies? You don't watch comedies kids? I watch, you know, I'm, I want to watch Dave Chappelle's The Closer. I'm a really big fan of Dave Chappelle. Um, but when it comes to, like, entertainment, I'm a very, like, I like to watch, I'm very just, I'm very in my Bible. I'm very in the word. I'm very, what entertains me? Uh, sometimes I'll watch, like, comedy stuff. But, like, it's, like, regular people. I don't watch, like, I'm not a huge big name person. I like just everyday people like some of the things that I feel like I can relate to like there's this one couple that I found on reels that was like the, the lady got mad at her husband because she had a bad dream and like he missed he made he made her mad in her dream and I'm like oh my god this is me like when I find things that are relatable like how stupid I act sometimes you know I I like I like that so I I really like supporting like and I, I try not to be a consumer. I try to be more of a producer than a consumer. And so so that's a lot of my reason. And I like to watch documentaries. Okay. Okay. That's so cool. You know, so, but you know who Jay-Z is, at least. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I picked up my phone yesterday. I, it was on my um, little tripod. And then I said, he hasn't seen me. I haven't seen him in about seven years now. And then I took my phone. I went downstairs and I say, guys, guess what? Welcome to my YouTube channel. I have Jay-Z in the building. Yo, and check out Jay-Z. Like, I haven't seen him. He hasn't seen me. But that was how I introduced him. That was live. <laughs> oh, it's my everyday life. You can create fun out of it. You know? So, yes, that's that's something you can do to just bring life. You know, when people see that, they'll be like, ah, this person is very interesting, though. You know, the guy is expressing his shock. You can see the originality, you know, in what it, it's not being acted. We didn't act it. It was just random. So you can create fun, you know, doing what you do. You know, what you love, rather. You can create, create fun out of it. Now, I will say I'm a very big Gary Vee fan. Very big. Mm -hmm. I'm a very big fan of his. And um, I uh, I love that he says, you are the content. Like, I'm I'm a fan of Bradley too. The reason I'm a fan of Brand Bradley is because I met him in person and I didn't know who he was. And I like I literally met him. Listen, listen, this is a funny story. So he walks it because I work in a fine dining restaurant. He walks into my restaurant and I'm like, you remind me of Grant Cardone. <laughs> and then you know what he says to me? I made Grant who he is. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> are you serious? And this was like right before COVID happened, like the like January 2020. He went to go visit like Andy Frisella and he's friends with like all of them and stuff like that. And I'm like, I met Andy and Ed in the restaurant like a few months back, like before that. And like, that's how I found out who they were. 
<laughs> and then I started like following them. It really kind of started my entrepreneurial journey too. So like just watching like some of his content and stuff like that. And like, he also says it, he's like, I just put the camera up and, and just talk like, because that's your life is your content. People spend all of this time. I'm, I'm saying this for a reason because people spend all this time trying to create something instead of actually being who they are. I, I think there's a big disconnect when you are online. And it's something that I feel like it's, we would be doing the, the audience a disservice if we didn't talk about, because people tend to develop an alter ego or a whole different personality instead of actually showing up as themselves. True. Very true. So, and I think that's one thing as a content creator that you should bring to the table. Be yourself. Don't try to be like anyone else because your tribe will find you. It might just be the way you talk or the way you look. They'll just, ah, ah, I like this person. I like this person. This is crazy. And they want to watch you. You know, you don't have to be like anyone because you can't even sustain it. And you're even doing yourself a disservice because you can't, you can only be a better version of you. You can't be a better version of someone else. So you are the origin, you are the original, you know, don't try to be a photocopy, you know, when you can actually be the original. So yeah, I would say bring in your A game. I mean, bring in your personality, bring in you because your own tribe will find you whether you like it or they will find you and they will click. Oh, I like this person. I want to watch this person's videos. I want to watch, watch this person's channel. And before you know it, you start to grow, but just, you know, make sure that you remain consistent, you know, regardless. Yeah. So, I think it's, it's very important for people to show up as themselves. And I think that, you know, to be in order to truly be a real one, one percenter, you've got to be comfortable with the person that you are. Absolutely. Yes, you have to, you just have to be, um, just be yourself and stop thinking about what anyone thinks about you. That's it. That's something that sets a lot of people back when they start thinking, would they think I'm lousy? Would they think I'm talking too much? You start to second guess yourself and then you stay back. Now, all the people you're even thinking about, they're not even thinking about you. They, they don't even care about you. You know, so, you know, um, punch fear and perfection in the face. Don't care about who is looking at you or who is judging you. And don't judge yourself. Just be yourself. Your tribe will find you. Just do you. The world will understand. Having a learner's mindset, willing, being willing to learn and just go, just keep going, learning, yeah. going, implementing what worked, getting, yes. scratching what didn't. Um, only being in competition with yourself. Um, yes. I think that those are those are very important things. I also enjoy, I'm, I'm going to start using those tips with the, uh, using the hashtags and the shorts um, because I didn't know, like, I just wasn't sure on, granted, I didn't do much research and I realized from just literally trial and error of just like, okay, we're going to just start putting our reels and stuff like that on repurposing them on our shorts we're just because i don't use trending sounds very often because that's not really what i'm i'm not looking for specific things i also realize a lot of a, a quick way to get the wrong audience is to put out content that is not for your intended audience um so i just i'm not i'm not trying to just grow super fast on different platforms for the wrong reason i'm trying to be very intentional about those things and and yeah sometimes training sounds are pretty decent other times it's like ah, oh, that's not really the message i'm trying to even get across so you are pushing for organic followers organic mm -hmm. audience 
people who really want you for who you are not you know not because they just found you somewhere and oh okay she used the same sound as this person let me just follow this person that makes sense that's that makes a lot of sense you know so yeah um i would say but sometimes you might need trending sounds to you know really push your products or something you're promoting take for instance uh, it might not even be trending sound it might be something that is trending right now last week um was it last week um two kids were they were racially i mean they were treated some type of way because they were black kids at disney i don't know if you heard about it they were trying to, to shake the the uh, what's it called the whatever the guy that wore the mask at disney no 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 it wasn't disney sorry sesame it was sesame sesame street like the sesame so those kids those two black kids were trying to say hi and the the guy just left them and did this to them and walked away you know so people lots of celebrities actually spoke, spoke about it so people started making content around it you know saying oh despite all that is happening you know all around the world we are spreading love so you can use that same you know train something that is trending to also promote might not be in terms of music or yeah trends. you can use trends to also push what you're doing you know so because that's what people want to hear at that point in time that's what people have heard and they would easily relate with that because it's what is happening and you are trying to say oh no we are different we're pushing love here we're pushing positivity here you know on this channel or on this page you know so yeah you can use it you know to your advantage in that regard so being creative with trending sounds yes. specifically for your niche. You know, I've also found that a lot of people, and I've, I've noticed this recently, um, people have been copying people and being called out on it. Like, I don't know if you, and I didn't even know about these people until I found out about the copying. Um, this one mother that was a TikTok mom and um she like was post about like the struggles of motherhood and stuff like that. And then there was another woman that was just straight up stealing her stuff. And then, but I heard about it because of like the marketing PR from it. Like when you back, when you clap back and aren't even really sincere or whatever, like in your stuff, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I get what you're saying. And so like when you basically you, you own up to like, yeah, I stole it, but she's just mad because I got more views off of it. <sighs> That's clouds chasing. They do it a lot. They do it a lot. I'm telling you. People are <laughs> people are something else. <laughs> you know, um, last yesterday I saw a, a picture of a, two ridiculous pictures. A lady went to a dealership, posed with she brought flowers, put it on the on the car, she brought, you know, lots of stuff. She bought an empty Louis Vuitton bag, you know, empty Louis Vuitton packaging. And then she took pictures, you know, took pictures and sent it out. And the company, the car dealer had to leave a comment. She's not a customer. She did not buy this car. She brought the flowers. She brought the empty Louis Vuitton, you know, packaging. There's nothing inside the Louis Vuitton bag, you know, she to take pictures. So people are just going crazy on the internet. And it, it, it went viral. I think it's also on Twitter. Another lady got engaged. Well, she said she got engaged and she used somebody else's hands. It was obvious, yes. So somebody else got engaged, you know, her hands were, you know, well manicured, well painted, and she used the same hand. So when the lady said, oh, guys, guess what? I'm engaged now. The owner of the hand came and said, with my own hand. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the world of social media is something else now. <laughs> I, but I think that, that goes back to just being yourself. Yeah. And, yes. and 
for me, I'm very big about putting out authentic, real content. And I'm so disgusted by people that don't do that. So, yeah, yeah, this is, you're, you're opening my eyes to even more of the trying to find, you know, realness in a world that is so filtered. Very true. Very true. It's, it's, <laughs> it's something else, honestly. But, but the thing is, most people want shortcuts when they can actually do it themselves. They can build everything from the scratch. You know, they can find their own real, their own tribe, you know, from these people that would take you, that would love you for, for who you are. No matter the content you drop, people are, some people are willing to watch it from A to Z. Anything you put, they're like, oh, she has dropped a new video. Let's go check it out. You know, and another thing is your enemies are going to watch your videos too. Mm -hmm. Yes, your friends are going to, and your, your enemies are even going to watch it more. They may not subscribe with their real faces. That's with your real account so that you don't know that they are stalking you. But they will definitely watch your channel. So keep putting contents out there. Whether you like it or not, your people will come and watch. You've, you've got to be mentally strong too to be able to handle the negative comments. You know, you've got to, like, that's that's one thing that just not necessarily from being a YouTuber, but from stuff on Facebook for myself, you know, just being able to deal with backlash from other people and not caring about the opinions of people. Um, what are some ways that you um, handle the negativity? Well, I think uh, when people come with um, negative energy, just know that it is them. They are the problem, not you. So you don't even allow it to bother you for a second. You know, imagine if you're happy, you know, it takes someone that is happy to make others happy. And it takes people who are miserable to try and make other people miserable. So once you are able to figure that out, it doesn't bother you. Once they come with the negativity, you know that, oh, okay, this person is definitely, you know, in <laughs> not going through something really good. And that's why they want to, you know, spread it to other people. So once you remind yourself that you don't allow anything get to you, you know, yeah, you don't allow anything get to you. You are not the problem. They are. So just remind yourself constantly that this person. Stop taking ownership for other people's actions. That's it. That's it. You know, yeah that's it and you can't control that unfortunately you can't so you might only switch off your comments or delete the comments but you you can't control these people from coming like they would always come i mean expect them you know anytime but once they do just discard you know it's what you do after it that matters it's not you can't do anything before but what you do about it you know after you see those comments that matter which is ignoring them you know, so once you ignore people, you're taking away their power. If you don't ignore them, you are giving them attention. You are giving them more energy, more power. But once you ignore, you ignore them, you are taking away that power from them. So please ignore or delete. Yeah, me yeah. and my husband have this rule. We don't reward bad behavior. So don't reward the bad behavior by giving it your attention. Good. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, you know, Miriam, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for sharing your tips, your knowledge, your personality. Just it was great. I appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.